0: Welcome back to a very special episode of My Mom Thinks You're Dumb. I somehow finagled a way to get not only my smartest relative involved in this podcast, me me myself, but also uh, my oldest relative that I still talk to, um, S.B. Poe. All right. BG, you've got theme music now. Yep. All right. Somehow Stephen cut out on the phone call, guys. <laughs> Are you all the blame win for this to be our fifth recording of the night? <laughs> I'm about
1: to start yawning. <laughs> all right, so you
0: got theme music. Uh do you want to hear any theme music, BG?
2: Is only if it's Tootsie Roll by the 69 voice. It's really close.
3: Oh, good me hey, hey, I- right, like, all right, right Jason
0: what Jason you got theme music on this the fifth recording and I'm done playing games so this is your uh theme music,
3: <piano> music>
2: can't go wrong with either one of those
0: i know those are two classics that was wasps actual first choices for you guys and i'm like yeah come back with me with something funny idiot um
3: <laughs>
0: and we have sb poe jason do you want to uh laud his credits as an author i think he's spellbinding and i had to give it up after four hardcore books that i didn't see my wife or child
1: yeah i I haven't read the books yet, but I have, I have seen his author's picture and it is unbelievably good.
0: It is a clutch author picture.
1: If I ever took a picture that good, I honestly, I wouldn't, I would be too popular to be on this podcast.
0: I had one in 10th grade where I was like posing. I know this doesn't play well on podcasts, but I was posing and it was such a good picture that for like the next four years, I tried to replicate that pose and never did.
1: You couldn't stand on your head with your pants up?
0: Not with my pants up. No, of course.
1: I mean up when you're on your head. So they're down when you're standing up.
0: Well, it was the height of crisscross, if you remember. Yeah. And then in, inside out was wiggity-wiggity-whack.
3: You know, there's like a whole generation of people that are trying to forget crisscross. Cross. <laughs>
1: Well, that's a whole generation of people that's, that are wrong mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I love chris Cross
1: of course, yeah. Yeah. I don't think you do I don't think you ever think about crisscross. Cross
3: what would you do if you were stuck in one place and every day was exactly the same and nothing that you did mattered that sums it up for me
0: Ben, yo, if you remember on our very first episode, we talked about what two things are you going to get better at over this year? You know, because of course, the ice carving, uh, jack and attire, I mean, come on, the yeah. jack in three counties. Um, we set out with our two goals in mind. Mine was harmonica. I'm not I've not gotten any better, but I am more comfortable. My lips are developing. And my second goal was, was, of course, to understand time travel. And I'm really, I'm not close at all, of course, but I'm, I've really made some breakthroughs over these last six weeks, guys. Um, Jason, how are you doing with your two goals?
1: Um, great. Uh, one of my goals was uh, to remember to watch the movie.
0: It's not really a goal, but we were talking about like improving yourself in some way, like getting a skill or something, like the ice carving and the jacking the tire. And
1: I did teach my robot a new trick last this last couple of days,
0: dude. You on the first episode, you put out two goals. What were your two goals?
1: Um, the uh, I, uh ice fishing. And uh, uh, cocaine. Okay, okay. Do
2: you remember what my goals were? Because I have no idea. My goal now is for. The it won't we
3: hit our own troops? Yes. hit theirs as well.
0: We have reserves. You know, when I. When I get mad, it's at moments like these. We're five minutes in, guys.
1: I'm so glad you brought that up. There is something I wanted to tell you. What? So my girlfriend has a little six-year-old, it's cute as a button.
0: I saw. I saw a quick, quick glimpse, or heard a quick glimpse. Is that right? Huh? Did I? I saw. that I? I heard a quick glimpse. We were talking earlier this week, and
1: yeah, yeah that was her. She was uh, digging around in my in my bathroom, and I had to tell her to stop because God knows what's happening.
0: Heaven, heaven only really knows.
1: <laughs> so we come, we go out shopping, we come home, pull up in the driveway, and uh, I I'm about to get out of the car, and I say, "Don't get out. There's bees." And and they look at me like, what are you talking about? I said, there's a huge bees nest right here by the driveway, a big yellow jacket's nest in the ground. Biggest yellow jacket's nest I've ever seen. My girlfriend says, you get out of this car and get a shovel and kill that nest or I'm going to do it. And I said, I I don't want to do it. And I don't think you should do it either. It's like really dangerous. She said, get a shovel or I'm going to get a shovel. Somebody's getting rid of that that nest. So I got out of the car and I went and got a shovel and I just embraced the fact that I'm going to be in the emergency room the rest of the night. Yeah. This is where it gets crazy. They, they both jump out of the car, right? Six year old and her mother, are out of the car and they're telling they're both screaming, kill them, kill the bees. Wait, wait,
0: wait. You had told them explicitly, do not get out of the car right
1: here. Yeah. And there was yellow jackets. You could see them flying around. There was hundreds of them flying around. So I take the shovel and I stick it in the ground and start digging up this huge underground hornet's nest. You have money, Jason. Listen to this. Nobody got stung. I've literally took a shovel and dug up like 12 honeycombs about 10 inches across out of the ground, full of, full of larva. Found the queen, picked it up with my hand and nobody got stung.
0: But wait, the big question on everybody's mind, I think is, are you now the new queen? Can you control these wasps in some way?
1: They're all dead.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: None of this makes sense. I mean bees I don't, everywhere. I mean, yeah, that's
0: good, but the story overall was anticlimactic because I think we all wanted you to now control a hive as well as robots so that you could then buy a hollowed out volcano or create a hollowed out volcano and become your ultimate purpose on this earth is to be Doctor Evil. Um,
1: At one point, the six-year-old ran up and jumped two foot, both of her feet, onto the bee's nest to stomp them, which, <laughs> and that nobody is, got stung.
0: That is not the way you should approach that.
1: No, none of this made sense. I said it's the same thing you did. I said, I have money. I'll call people. I yeah. people to, to come do this. I don't Ooh. want to do this.
0: This is stupid. All right. Hold on. Go ahead. Special guest this week. Steven, chime in. Yep.
3: Can you hear me?
2: Yep.
3: Okay. Uh, it sounds to me like either the six year old or the girlfriend is actually the queen.
1: I think you're right. Ah. Uh,
3: the just got 10 feet taller. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Zing.
0: I love the soundboard guy. Hey, uh, what do you think about the key is having the insight, the courage, and the energy to make the changes when you come to those moments when you can make the same mistakes again. If we could change this one little thing, then everything might change. I don't like Harold Ramis that much this week, guys. I'm telling you. Of course, I watched it with Harold Ramos director's commentary on its 15th anniversary edition, baby. Um... I don't like Harold Ramos. He likes himself. He loves this movie, but I think it's a 15 year nostalgia. He's not watching it every week like we are. No. no he's Definitely not. Let's go ahead and knock out those categories and get the heck out of here.
1: Let's, let's let Steven throw his out there first because everybody's heard from us a thousand times.
0: It seems like that, doesn't it?
1: It really does. I also lost the categories.
0: I'm sorry? Yeah.
3: I, I'm not aware of the category.
0: That's the only thing tethering us to humanity.
1: I lost them, Steven, it doesn't matter. Nobody understands him anyway.
0: Walk towards the light. Jason always leads us off of this. Walk towards the light.
1: Like I said, nobody understands him. I don't understand it. I wish, I honestly wish I understood what you mean when you say that.
0: That's a good one. BG, what was your walk towards the light this week, bud?
1: My walk towards the light was that. Uh,
2: Harold Ramis thought that Andy McDowell seemed so smart throughout the recording of this movie. What? Yeah. Harold Ramis, quote, I quoted him, and he said, Andy McDowell seemed so smart.
0: She's coming. She's coming. She's hot. She's coming off that John Malkovich joint that no one had ever seen. In
3: in no way, shape, or form is Andy McDowell hot.
0: What about the ice sculpture? The ice sculpture definitely makes her hot. Yeah, Ridiculous.
2: That was my walk towards the light. I what? can't believe it. I had to see the light after that.
1: Do you think if Annie McDowell was in Playboy, her centerfold would be like three pages folded out because her forehead would meet its own whole page?
0: I'll allow it. I will allow it. Yeah. We are so deep into this. Um, but hold on. Her, no, definitely her centerfold would be the ice sculpture of her because
3: that, that would probably be more appealing.
0: yeah well <laughs> you're coming in you're coming in Jason levels of toxicity on.
1: <laughs> a, I'm a sweetie
0: you only referred to his forehead the whole first episode you're going to well,
1: get hate mail,
3: it's kind of mail for that what now her forehead's kind of hard to miss
0: some might say it's a five head um <laughs> All right, so the idea, all right, today was the first actual cold morning of Alabama. Um, I don't know if you guys experienced that, but everybody else did. Also, BG, remind me to explain my my two things. Um, I'm getting really close to this time travel thing, man. Um, and me and you both being, having a scientific background, I mean, come on, I got to share it with you, brother. Um What was I saying before we were going to talk about the atom and how time travel happens?
2: Walk towards the light?
0: Yeah, my walk towards the light is definitely that Harold Ramis is so in love with Andy McDowell that he invents the idea of ice sculpting because today was the first cold day, and there's no way in the world there's so many things that uh, Bill Murray, uh, Phil Connors, would have been better at, like bowling, like Sports betting. There's so many things that you'd have been better at than ice sculpting. There's no way you would grab a chainsaw even on a warm day and learn that skill. There's no way that
1: you couldn't do it on a warm day because you're working with ice.
0: Hold on, I've got a I've got a perfect line for that. Wasp. Wasp.
3: That's, In here, there are two guys killing each other. That's the wrong clip. But I guess
1: that's
0: better
3: than 20 million. I think it's better than even 20 million dollars. But what else? That's from Rocky. If you can change, then I can change. And we all can change.
0: If we can change, just one little thing. It's a a rip-off of The Rocket. We've talked about it. I mean, come on.
1: I've never seen it.
0: You've never seen what? What? You've never seen what? Is it my tone? Is it my tone that makes me seem angry? I get so many emails. And they're all like, why are you being mean, Jason? Idiots.
1: All right, what? Can we read some of the emails you've gotten about me?
3: Yeah, I, I think it. I, I think it's more with like you seem to sound like you're right next to the microphone, and Jason seems to sound like he's a great distance from
1: <laughs> you. You want me to move up? I now you come through. Okay, I'm going to the Best Buys tomorrow, and I'm going to get a microphone. A Yeti. Yeah, because you suck.
0: I got a Yeti 110 ice down with some silver bullets. Apparently, that's talking about alcoholic beverages. I thought it was actually talking about hunting werewolves and storing your ammunition in a safe place. Inside the werewolf? What? what
1: You store your ammunition inside the werewolf?
0: Well, that's the only safe place to store a silver bullet.
1: Right. Because if it's well, a well, werewolf, it's not doing anybody any good.
0: Let's get serious. Let's talk about vampires. Do silver bullets kill vampires?
1: No. No. Why not?
0: Yep. Yeah.
2: Would a wooden bullet kill a vampire? So
0: stupid. Wooden stakes are the aren't that kills anybody. That's so stupid.
2: Yeah, but
1: would a wooden bullet kill a werewolf? No,
0: a silver bullet through the heart would
1: right. definitely. These people are idiots. I think a wooden bullet would have to lodge right. in the vampire's heart.
3: Uh-oh, are we going to talk? Are we talking movie vampire or real, like Romanian vampire? Real, real Romanian vampire lord. There's three things you have to do. You have to pin the body to the grave. Any kind of stake. You have to separate the jaw, and you have to remove the head.
0: Remove the head how far? I'm sorry? What are you talking about, remove the head? How far?
3: Just cut it off. Just cut it off. You can leave it right there and lay it in the grave. It just can't be connected to the body, and you have to have the upper jaw separated from the lower jaw, usually by driving a spade between the teeth.
0: Well that just sounds racist
3: well you know vampires are their own special kind of problem so so remaining vampire hunters are actually a uh, interesting subject
0: I want to talk about more about witch hunters if you, I mean I think everybody's agreed that Andy McDowell, Rita the character is definitely a witch right
2: yes definitely.
0: I mean, if this were Salem, we would know. We would know how to take care of her. Her act in front of the green screen—she's a child. Harold Ramis is so in love with her; it's beyond comprehension.
1: I, I have to admit, watching it today—I finished it right before the podcast. She's kind of hot, right? She. She's a pretty lady.
3: way, shape or form she hot.
0: I'm just saying, Jason, you, you said
3: cannot, her, you cannot put her in any light, you cannot put her in any condition, you cannot naked well, her, you cannot do anything to make her hot.
0: Well Jason brought up a very interesting point about seeing her through a block of ice. And in that light,
1: she's fairly attractive.
3: Look, Doris, the waitress, is harder than anyone else.
1: Well, are we are, are we doing this? If you were suddenly struck blind and deaf, I think you'd be a fine wife. I mean,
0: we could rank we could rank the women in Punky co- uh, if you want to.
3: Only if you rank if the rankings start at like thirty seven because there ain't nobody in
0: that movie that's hot. Well, I disagree. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get the family first.
3: Nancy Lincoln. Nancy Nancy
1: is only hot by comparison.
0: Nope.
3: Nancy's
1: Nancy hot because she puts out on the first date.
0: Nancy's out. easy. Family pod.
1: Uh-oh. <laughs> oh no! What happened? are we back all right what happened you, you disappeared you said out and the whole recording stopped it's still recording
2: i said out
1: it sounded like it
0: well nancy's not hot
1: the girl he goes to the movie with is pretty. Yeah, the movie process. Are y'all hearing this,
0: are y'all hearing this uh, phone stuff about the Foley artist over here?
1: I heard a dog squealing. I thought it was a door hinge.
0: <laughs> well, definitely the door hinge, but the cloppity cloppity and the the constant Foley artist work over here is phenomenal.
1: <laughs> he well, needs raise. You got a what? sound guy and you got a Foley artist.
0: One well, night no, my sound guy's out. He's got the the, the Corona flu. China virus?
2: China virus. China.
1: gosh. Hold on. I'm about to start yawning. Shut up.
3: The wall just got 10 feet taller.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you doing for dinner? Uh, something else.
3: Excuse me, where's everybody going?
2: To Gobbler's Knob. It's Groundhog Day. It's still just once a year, isn't it? All right. Do They really call it Gobbler's Knob. Let's just, let's talk about that for a minute. Gobbler's Knob. I mean, really?
0: Well, that's the point. This is a family pod, but um, let's remember that that is where the Groundhog comes out and for a 36 percent accuracy, he predicts.
1: Nancy's house is called Knob Gobblers, so they had to come up with a different name. Family Pod. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they don't know what that means. Martha edited it. It is actually called the Gobblers Knob Visitor Center.
0: All right, hold on. I realized I realized last week that. Uh, the place that Harold Ramos is talking about is not actually in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I don't want to see that.
2: Gobbler's Knob. Gobbler's Knob, what? Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania.
0: Yeah, I think we got to go to Pennsylvania. No. No, well, you're not going. I mean, of course, I'm talking about the the co-host.
1: Nobody's going, Bo.
0: No, I'm going. Bullshit! You're going.
1: Family pie, family. i want punch you in the kidneys couldn't find my kidneys.
0: Well, serious. All right, we're going to – all right. The place that they actually shot is what? Newcastle? Woodstock, yeah. Illinois. It, but that's in Illinois. And I think Harold Ramos was being a little bit cheeky with his whole – that they were okay with it in Punxsutawney. Jeez, that was the third did yawn. Did you see that, Ben? Yeah. That was the yeah. third yawn. You must go to sleep like seven o'clock at night. I, you're you're living on pawpaw paw schedule.
1: schedule. The sun goes down. I sun goes down. Food. I go down. Yeah. I have made some
0: Milton oh, ice cream.
1: That's what the that's the uh, motto of Nancy's house. <laughs> Family pod. Uh oh.
0: All right, BG. Yep. Let's get those batteries, bro.
1: I lost them. You never let Stephen answer the go to the light. All right, what's
0: your walk towards the lights? SBG.
3: Yeah, SB. I've mean, I, I, I listened to a couple of these uh, in preparation for this, and, and I am like Jason. I don't understand
1: the walk to the lights. Light. Thank you.
3: I, I, I'm 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 requesting a little bit more clarification on what it means to walk to the light. You're saying, what is the good thing you've done, or what is the way you can prove yourself, or something like that. I don't get the walk to the light thing, because the only time I plan on walking to the light is when I'm gone. So.
2: It's walking towards the light from the dark period. It doesn't help. What gets him out of the dark? What gets you out of the dark?
0: What keeps you keeping on? I mean, like he was jumping off the bell tower.
1: Electricity gets me out of the dark. Yeah.
0: Is that what you guys are going to? Uh, BG, did you share yours? I shared mine. I, I don't know.
2: Yeah, mine was Andy McDowell, too. You said Andy McDowell for years. And we actually had, had almost... He had, had love for her. He did. He, he loved her. He said she was smart. Sometimes
0: I would stop. I would forget to stop filming. I would I would forget to say cut. Sometimes I would forget to say cut, and I would just realize that I was just watching her. Did you hear the funny artist there? Seriously,
1: I heard it. Very that, good. God, cool.
0: That is so good. Very I good. Know. I have some notes about uh, Sweet Vermouth. If you if you guys want to hear about it.
1: Sweet vermouth on the rocks. I, think I have some sweet vermouth. Let me see. Of course you do. You know what?
0: You know what you use that for? Mixing with alcohol.
1: Yeah. yeah. Is it alcoholic?
0: Yeah, it is like twenty percent. I don't know. It's probably more than beer. I don't. I don't know. But I mean, like, who gets just like I have grenadine on ice? It's My ridiculous. Huh?
2: Is that grilled cheese? That's good looking grilled. How long has that been over there? It's had to have been sitting there a while. About
1: two hours. <laughs> yeah, we
0: did at least 14 recordings before this.
2: Yeah, really. Uh,
0: SB, he's uh, having a grilled cheese on the on the ones and twos. Usually he's sitting in the dark yawning by now. But Jason is really...
2: That grilled cheese is going
1: to energize I... him. It. it was delicious. I walked through the kitchen. I saw it sitting there. I couldn't help myself.
0: No, that's the core intake you need to finish this one strong, baby. Categories.
1: Here's one. What's
2: anything new that you found out?
0: I don't know. I don't understand every night by cold bricks glow. I wish I watched the shadow rising from this old man in the show. At 8.02, we let it go. At 8.02, we let it go. I, I threw that out there last week, but... I don't understand it. It's so dark, and it really the old man and can he be saved? Bill Murray, the the saving the puppy, the little girl. Like there's so much good that he does on that perfect day. You know what? What was Stephen? That's. SB, you doing foley artist work, or are you, you going to get a comment about the walk towards the light?
3: I'm sorry, I saw that again.
0: I was wondering if you were doing foley artist work, or are you going to comment on the uh, walk towards the light?
1: We're not on walk towards the light.
3: We're on I, the light,
1: haven't,
3: light. Well, I haven't walked towards the light, so I have no comment on that. So, but, uh, I mean, it's, you know, the, 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 the discussion you and I had earlier was y'all were discussing the movie, and I, I didn't take the time to learn the category. So you'd have to ask me a specific question, and we can move on from Walk Towards a Light since I have no answer.
0: All right, Walk Towards Light, like, yay or nay? Nay. All right, good. Jason?
1: I, th- I thought we were on the next category.
0: Nope. Yay or Nay. Nay. Nays have it, BG.
2: I was gonna say yay, but I'll say yeah, it. I'd definitely
0: say yay. I mean, I wasn't pe- pessimist over here.
2: We had to
1: walk towards the light,
0: yeah, of course. What's next?
1: Anything new? I noticed that uh, Beerstein girl this time, I hadn't noticed her before. What? The, the girl that walks through the restaurant carrying four beer steins?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was, She actually was third hottest. Uh, I, I, I mean, of course, the prostitute.
2: The movie Prostitute was
1: number one. Oh. Sorry. <laughs>
2: Unprofessional.
3: The, uh, the fiancé was the hottest chick.
0: No, what 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 fiance? What are you talking about?
3: The one that was, you know, that they were going to get today or yet tomorrow. No, she's second. Yeah, she, yeah, she's, she's second. yeah, yeah, she's second. cold.
0: Fruit. Yeah, WrestleMania tickets. <laughs> WrestleMania tickets. Yeah, <laughs> WrestleMania second.
3: tickets.
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you haven't even heard BG. Drop it on him. He hasn't heard the the act, actual podcast where you broke it.
2: WrestleMania actually was never in Pittsburgh. And they were going to Pittsburgh to WrestleMania, but it's never actually been there, so that was that was an alternate timeline in reality.
0: SB yes, Well,
3: obviously it's an alternate timeline because he creates multiple no. thousands
0: of timelines. No. no, not the take we need. Only
3: You did it, boy! You did it! You did it! You
0: found the Harold Ramus flaw. You can go and loll that over that dead man anytime you want to, you know that right?
2: Hey, you know who that you know who that girl is? That's the fiance. No, you know she's like one of the Teen Titans. You know Teen Titans.
3: Hold on, you yep. you went
0: deep this hey,
3: week. Oh, I this way, that's that's what, what I swear, I did. The dude looks like uh, Zod from. Uh, Superman movie. The newest
0: Superman Zod. You remember when they carved their faces into Mount Rushmore? I never hated aliens more than that. I've never hated aliens at any no, time in my life. That's,
3: uh, a, that's the old Superman's odd. I'm talking about the new Superman's odd, The guys that was in the... Oh, yeah. ...Warm Coming like
1: you've never seen.
0: Well, I mean, if it doesn't have the Christopher Reeves, I don't care about it. tell you that much. BG!
1: This podcast doesn't have Christopher Reeves.
0: Shut up. Christopher
1: Reeves was not in Groundhog
0: Day. You guys are like Christopher Reed's legs on this freaking podcast, I swear to God. Must be. <laughs> that was so bad, I'm sorry. I really I'm sorry.
3: But to pee pee. He's good. gonna have to have the heart to stand in front of me, and to do that, he's gotta be willing to die himself. Nice. Okay. I have a greater responsibility than you can possibly fathom. Is that that? What?
0: Well, my uh, Colonel Jessup was totally ruined. I was going to cross-examine Jason on his last statement, but then he decided to hire his TV, which is Jacob brand. I don't know. I mean, like JJ giveaway uh, department store of recording. My TV is a quality recorder. I don't even know how to respond to that lame Superman song. So, I'll let you, you guys discuss. I mean, come on. I don't like this movie. I don't like Harold Ramos. I like Bill Murray.
1: He was good in Ghostbusters.
0: And Harold Ramos was good in this movie. But, and it had to take 15 years for him to like go back and be so glowing about it, right? Okay.
3: Um, just to go back on the Beyonce thing, it is Michael Shannon
1: that is the fiance. Yeah. And he,
3: he was, he was odd. He was odd in the new Superman. And he's a, in another movie, uh, that, uh, called take shelter where he gives a speech. He keeps seeing visions of a storm coming. Oh yeah. He finally, he finally breaks down to the town meeting and says, there's a storm coming. Like you, ain't. It's a great movie.
1: Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah.
3: But he was in, when I first saw, when I, I watched, some, I watched Groundhog Day today, which really blew my mind, actually, because it, it made me start thinking about uh, the movie as a whole, not bits and pieces. So it was a, and, and I noticed Michael Shannon because he's one of my favorite actors. So Although I can't ever remember his name.
1: Bo just left. Yeah,
2: he's gone. Well, Bo, Bo is gone.
1: I get so tired of his Bo shit. <laughs> 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 he's not going to know to cut that out because he left.
0: <laughs> you guys still doing the podcast or what?
2: Hey, you know what I did? So here's what I did. I listened to
0: General Zod. I, I stopped listening. General Zod, you didn't get that? Yeah, we're yeah, figuring
2: it out. Got it. So I watched Harold Ramis, uh, director's cut again. Yeah. And I, went, I did too. I did too. Everybody that he mentioned by name, I went on IMDb and looked them up. Yeah. And some of the probably my favorite thing was the you know the the two drunk guys that he drives on the train tracks with.
0: Wait, hold on, hold on. Do you have notes there in front of you about those people you looked up? Yeah. Can you tell me about Rick Duckerman yeah, and Rick, Rick Duckerman and Rick Okerman? Overton. Nope, Okerman.
2: Was it Okerman? I thought it was Overton.
0: I wrote oh, down Okerman.
2: Oh well, he was in Willow, Beverly Hills Cop, and the Mangina dialogues, whatever a Mangina dialogue is. <laughs>
0: Really, dropped off the cliff there, huh?
2: Yeah, he did.
0: No-no, which is, like, epic. And Beverly Hills Cop? Is that what you said?
2: Yeah. Epic. And then the Mangina Dialogues.
0: What happened to Rick D- Duckman? No,
2: that All was right. Rick o- Oakman. Rick Duckman.
0: Wait, did you look up Rick Overton? Because I wrote down Rick Okerman twice. Is it Okerman? Is there a possibility Rick Okerman?
2: I'm looking it up. I think it was Overton.
0: Okay. What did you find out of Rick Dukeman?
2: Rick who? Dukeman was yeah. once over 426 pounds.
0: Yeah. Who hasn't been?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Rick Overton.
0: You live near a Golden Corral for long enough. Who's not going to gain weight?
2: That-
0: That's ridiculous. What? I wanted to talk about Harold Ramis and how he glowingly referred to these two people as basically. Save, I mean, definitely not the AP. Who, I mean,
1: his name is Rick Dukeman
2: No, there's Rick Dukeman and Rick Overton. Rick Overton was the guy that was in the Mangina dialogue.
0: Have you looked up Rick Okerman? Oak-er-
1: nope.
0: Well,
2: look it up,
1: All right. please. Please and thank you. A Chet Dubowski.
0: Wait, why, why is that name important? Why does that name seem relevant? But
1: because Chet Dubowski is an awesome
0: name. And it is definitely. He, I'm not Chet Dubowski. I'm the dude.
1: He was the bank guard that dropped the roll of quarter. What? He was the bank guard that dropped the roll of quarters.
0: How much money did he take from Felix? How much money? Because that prostitute's definitely worth 10 grand grand in that town.
2: How much money is in a bag of money?
0: Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. The prostitute is definitely not from that town. She came from outside of town, and it's a blizzard. I mean, like...
1: I don't think we can confirm that she was a prostitute.
2: She was actually named Sandy Mashmeyer, and she was in Knight Rider.
0: All right, we're 40 minutes in. So, Jason... I've introduced the Norm MacDonald joke again. The Columbo thing about like of course she was a prostitute. I told you, call me Bronco. I've seen this movie over a hundred times. Marie Are you- yeah, I'm I'm
3: not I'm not I'm not questioning if she was a prostitute. I'm pretty sure she was she was paid to to dress up. Yes. Yes of it's- course. And that lasted
0: for a good thousand not, years.
3: Are, are, are we not even going to talk about just how awesome it was that he dressed like Clint Eastwood?
0: How much money did he steal? Though like, he mean, got the he got the outfit, he got the prostitute, and he got the car with the he, I think it had he, bull he stole, horns on
3: it. He, he, he stole no money. He just borrowed it for a day. They had it back the next day. He didn't steal anything.
2: Harold Ramis said that Bill Murray chose specifically to dress like Clem Eastwood for that scene.
3: Oh, uh, without a, I, I don't doubt that at all because he, he, he does an excellent clint in that, and he probably wanted to demonstrate that to the world, but he could do an excellent clint.
0: He does have a cigar in his mouth, right? And he says, like, uh... oh, he
3: does, he does everything. I mean, yeah. the, 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 the tone and the pacing of his voice when he talks to the to the woman giving the tickets, but
2: that that was just dead clean. It was awesome. I have to agree with that. So,
1: I just looked up that movie they went to see, Heidi 2. Yeah? Apparently, it's a pornographic film.
0: Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, after, after Heidi 1 comes on and takes out the NFL game, I mean, like, what are we talking about? Yeah. Howdy Two is yeah. definitely going to be a, yeah. yeah, a brothel. I mean,
1: yeah, it only has one actress in the whole movie, Lisa Shepard. This can't be the right movie. This is probably based on my search history. Well, just keep
0: looking, man. I mean, you gotta find. You gotta find it. Do, do we need to have that actually stay and listen? So, are you finding that, or can we just move on?
2: <laughs> you ready for the next category?
3: I, I, I'm, I'm trying to understand your Harold, Harold Ramis hatred. Proceed. You are an pompous fool, and if you were not an ambassador, I would disembowel you right here.
2: Go ahead. <laughs> you have to watch the director's cut, director's commentary, to fully understand the Harold Ramus angle that we're going at. He...
3: No.
0: That is not acceptable. That while is so not acceptable. I will never forgive it.
2: They've the black bartender the
0: black bartender is in charge, of course. Of course. We all know that. That he is the one resetting the stay. BG, are we we're forty so deep in this. I want to stop podcasting. Um, Love you all so much. Thank you all. Listen to us on Spotify, on Napster, on... What was the other thing that we used to download stuff on? Napster? X-Videos. Napster. Honestly, how many, how many yons is that? 16? 14. That was at least 14... Yawns for Jason.
1: Another one. It's
0: coming. All right, you guys can go on Snapface, uh, Twitter book, anything you want, and find. My mom thinks you're dumb. Right. Really? You no know apostrophe, shut up. And there's email also. Stop talking about Jason, guys. I mean, there's so many <laughs> negative and so many glowingly positive because, I mean, he's a,
1: I want my fans to know that I'm not being given access to the emails. (laughs) So continue to send them, but I cannot respond.
0: You done? No, Jason, I want to hear. I mean, the people want to hear. What What do you have to say?
1: Are we on Tap Talk?
3: Yeah, shut up.
2: Do you own the right Why are people
0: out there saying anything about Jason? Anything about me. I'm not mad. I'm not swearing my words. You're stupid. And go find a business to work in. Alright, this is so negative. I feel like I feel like I feel like it's coming across negative.
2: I think you're absorbing Bill Murray's attitude from... Why
0: are we not making hundreds of dollars each? We have 30... We're over 37,000 downloads. And we have 10 reviews on Apple Podcasts. Explain that to me. We have 10 reviews on Apple Podcasts. I've stolen at least 10 people's phones and written reviews about us.
1: At least more
0: than 10 times.
1: I got something to say. I think you need to I can, I can, uh,
0: hold on, let's talk at once. Let's all talk at once, Jason. You start talking. S B, you start talking. BG. Alright, on three. Ready? That <laughs> makes for I'm good just pocket'
1: We're right not talking too
0: much. All right, Jason. You talk first, then S B and then BG. I'm not gonna talk anymore. I'm so sorry.
1: I think I feel like I've been bullying you guys. I think, I think you should invite Steven back and, and actually give him a chance to interact and talk to us. What do
0: you think about me bullying you? I don't I think I'm bullying I think you don't let anybody
1: talk too much.
0: Well, I mean...
1: I feel like I talk too much.
0: Yeah, I, I agree.
1: The arches are very not
0: the archers. My
3: scouts tell
0: me that archers are miles away. No threat to us. Barrows cost money. Use up the Irish. The
1: does nothing. I agree. wholeheartedly. I got to eat with us that grilled cheese.
2: You were cooking a grilled cheese last time we did one of these. Of
0: course. He's always constantly. His robot's cooking. BG, I mean, do you cook for yourself? You idiot. If you don't have at least 17
3: robots
0: (laughs) cooking and cleaning for you, you will never achieve.
2: It's like the Jetsons in real life. That's what I imagine your house is like. (laughs) That's
0: exactly what his house is like. All right, Jason, speak your thing and then let's let everybody else speak besides me. I'm so sorry.
1: I already said it. Most humanoids have the potential to be irrational. Perhaps you should attempt to access that part of your psyche. I already said what I was going to say. What? That you should invite Steven back.
0: Overrated. I mean, what have you added, Jason? Nothing. I'm not sure if I'm going to ask you back.
1: I, I told the story about the bees and I still have that story about pooping my pants at work That I'll tell that next week
0: I'm so glad you said pooping yeah so you glad. said
2: something about that I was I was looking forward to that story BG go ahead it's a good one are you
3: crying? no are you crying? are you crying? there's no crying there's no crying in baseball what do you leave room
2: BG go ahead All right, I got two things. First, I have to correct myself because last week I said the name of this movie was Black Hole of Love in Korea. But no, it was Brazil that calls Groundhog Day Black Hole of Love. Second,
3: Black Hole of Love?
2: Yeah, that's what they call it in Brazil. So I guess Portuguese translates to Black Hole of Love. Second, Nancy Taylor had a guest appearance on the movie Broadcast News, and her credit was only listed as Date Rape Woman. <laughs> that was her name, Date Rape Woman.
0: All right. I want to laugh at that, of course.
2: I this mean, I'm weird. not Look, we're not here to make light
0: of that. It's not a great IMDb. It is not. Um, however, did you notice that Jason smelled his milk before putting it up to... He's chugging it straight out of the freaking container.
2: Well, it
1: did. That's good, that's good practice.
0: And eating grilled cheese is so not good for a podcast, but like...
1: I'm way back from the microphone. You
0: know yeah, it's it, not
2: lactose intolerant.
0: SBPO, um, before we end this podcast, also, everybody, go out there, listen to this podcast, share it, love you, love you all, I hope this is all translating, because visually, this is so funny, there's so much milk, on Jason's, bare chest right now, <laughs> as he is, chugging milk, and drinking,
1: it did get on me,
0: girl, oh, of course it did, um, S.B. Poe is a great author. Go ahead. Uh, what were what all your takes about uh, about everything? About this movie? Because I feel like Jason's acting like this, I'm a bully.
3: This, this movie was... Which I agree, was, I'm not a bully. See, that's, that's the thing. I, I, I don't know why I'm on this podcast, because I've had three seconds to say anything, and, and you just keep talking. So I'll just listen
0: wait what I'll just listen no we, we gotta hear your takes on it what'd you, what'd, you I, think about, what'd you think about the
3: movie I think the movie is a Buddhist Hinduist spiritual journey of reincarnation from one state of karma to another state of karma and when Bill Murray finally realizes that there's things more important than his own personal being he finally escapes it and we
0: check off for the long winter. Nirvana. Nirvana.
3: Yeah, it's, it's the Hindu samsara journey. When he catches the kid, the kid, him catching the kid out of the tree, he gives, tells it to. He keeps catching the kid, and he tells the kid, I've caught you every day, and you've never said thank you. And yet he keeps going back and catching the kid. And that is... That is the beginning of his release. Well, did you know? The first wait, two hold of on. The movie, Do you know that it? Of, we've established? First two, you of, go. first two thirds of the movie is he's he's doing every he, he takes advantage of, of the situation he finds himself in to to, to enrich himself, enjoy himself, everything that take he. he, he he manipulates everybody, including Andy McDowell. But then, in the end, when he starts catching the kid and saving the old man and all those things, he's changing his karma. And if in Harold Ramos was a, although he was Jewish, he, he's, a, he, he's like most of the, the of Hollywood of that age, that's spiritualist and Hinduist, Buddhist. And I think he wanted to make a movie that told that journey in a humorous way. All of his movies have very religious overtones. Every one of them. The the the, the preacher and caddy shot. Um, it's it's actually a he's actually a pretty fascinating film. like
0: know.
3: Ghostbusters was full of religious overtones even though it wasn't a specific religion. And the fact that Andy McGowan in Groundhog Day says, You're not a God that's twelve years of Catholic school, he's trying to point out that, that that she doesn't see what he is because she views it from her from her prism of Catholicism. It's a statement on religion, it really is. It's a fascinating move when you look at it in that context.
1: That is the most insightful thing that's ever been said on this podcast. <laughs> well,
0: hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, let me counter that with...
3: Something is different. Good Anything man. different is good.
0: Right? Am I right, guys?
3: I, I can't hear your, your board music.
0: Yeah, I know. Thank, thank God. Anything different is good, right?
3: It's not different, it's just just an exploration of a religious journey. It's his own, Phil's own religious journey. Let me just say this. Everybody out there, Google Marionette Zombie Series. You'll have a good
0: time. Hashtag
2: waterbeds. (laughs) Hashtag Amazon.
0: Yeah, I like that. Hashtag Ford Bronco. Guys, that episode's about to drop pretty soon. I think we hashtagged it pretty hard. Hashtag? The Badlands edition of the Bronco? I mean, come on. We can get on the Sasquatch tires, baby! Hashtag, hashtag sleep number. What's your sleep number uh, over there, Jason? Grow up and just you know it the
1: same. Yeah, it's about the same as it was. Before, yep.
0: Always. Not quite a 70.
1: Just a 69. A little more than a 68.
0: Well, your vertebrae, hell. I mean, alone, bro. Hey, I right, mean, come
1: on. You want to talk about my vertebrae? I, no, up I don't
0: I don't want to talk about your vertebrae. Okay. What led you to believe I wanted to talk about your fucking vertebrae? It's ridiculous.
1: I, I got a story about my vertebrae. Can...
0: I mean, come on. Annie McDowell, this lady, she's in this movie. Bill Murray, Danny Aykroyd, come on. Chevy Chase, anybody could have been in this movie. Ridiculous. Ridiculous
2: it would be cool with Dan Aykroyd in this movie.
0: Yeah, of course he would have been great. He would have been a great cameraman. I mean, come on. Yeah,
2: Chris Elliott was good, but Dan Aykroyd would have been like...
0: Chris Elliott was great, but Dan Aykroyd? I mean, come on. What are we talking about here? Bill Murray, Chevy Chase. Come on. Who owns is that, Jason? What? Final takeaways. I rate this... I mean, I'm honestly going up to like 95. I think... I was so negative, I was like... No, there's so much introduced new on the perfect day, but it's so great. I mean, it's so great. It's a, it's a, it's a, I'm 95. 95.
1: Jason, rate? What am I rate? 1 100. This movie. I give my grilled cheese a uh, uh, 78 out of...
0: No one cares. This movie.
1: Give this movie uh, a 95 on a scale of 1 to 1 billion.
0: That's Kelvin. So go ahead. BG. One hundred.
2: Well, since I did this, it became perfect. way more interesting. So I'm going to give it a ninety-eight. It's almost perfect. And it really is. Yeah, it really is.
0: SB special guest this week, baby. Rating of Groundhog Day. One to one hundred. Is as, as a movie of itself,
3: or a movie, a Harold Ramis movie, or what? Yes. As a movie by itself, it's you know, it's a 75 80. As a Harold Ramos movie, it's this is out of
0: 100. Hold on, listen when you say 75 out of 80, this is, the, the scale goes to 100. All
3: right, he, he makes you watch Andy McDowell for an hour and a half, dude. You can't go any higher than 75. Well,
0: I think we all did like Bill. Murray did in Phil Connor's role and it's like, no, nah, I don't I really don't want to see you for this to lunch. I don't want to see you for supper. And makes Andy McDowell come back to them, you know. We've watched it a lot. It's not really fair.
1: I think he made several women in the movie come back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. How many different scales are you putting on, SP?
3: One to one hundred. As a movie by itself, seventy-five or eighty. As a Harold Ramis movie in in the pantheon of brilliance of Harold Ramis, it's probably a ninety-five to ninety-eight because it truly does a good job of he taking comedy and exploring his own Ramus' own spiritual journey.
0: Yeah, it's no uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. I agree.
2: Harold Ramus is in the ASCAP.
0: Family Pod. Explain.
2: American Society of Composers, Authors, and Publishers, because he wrote the song Weatherman with, oh, what's his name? What's Dylan? His name? Talking about Dylan? George Fenton. Nope. He wrote Weatherman with George Fenton, so he got 17-cent royalties from... Anytime they played that song "Weatherman" that he wrote,
3: so they That's me.
0: Would you like to respond?
3: Well, I mean, I think it, 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 you know when you look at, at artists, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you have occasionally you have an artist that that transcends the pigeonhole they put him in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, John Favors is an example of being you know, happy in the Iron Man things and all the dumb stuff he does. But he, he basically created the entire MCU. He was brilliant. He's brilliant as a producer and, and showrunner for all the MCU. And he revived the Star Wars with the man the Mandalorian. With an actually brilliant take on a, on a separate Star Wars story. I mean, and Harold Ramis is in that same category. Harold Ramis is a a brilliant artist that transcends the pigeonhole of just being an actor or comedian or whatever. He writes, he produces, he directs, and his pantheon of movies are truly, I mean, he created Cork Griswold. Cork freaking Griswold. He has Christmas. He's uh, Harold Ramis is brilliant. Brilliant.
0: Plus, he also wrote this. All right, everybody. I don't know what time it is. We've gone 30 minutes longer than we should have. I think it's worth it. Especially this first 10, 12 minutes when I didn't want to be a part of this podcast. Love you all so much for listening. Share it with at least five friends. And if you don't have five friends to share it with, make more friends. Come on, be positive and personal. Again, don't watch this movie. We'll watch it enough for all of you. Love you all. Jason, love you. Love no, you too.
2: BJ,
0: love you. Love you.
3: SB, love you. Love you, bro.